Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Sandspence Radio, how do you know we're not inceptioning you right now? Do you enjoy reading but hate being bullied? Well, now you can listen to books without that hassle. Just go to audibletrial.com slash Radio for all your nerd-like needs. You can just tell your friends you're listening to corn. Hey guys, San Spencer Radio is putting on another live show. So if you were sitting at home watching us on YouTube crying because you missed the first one, don't stress, we're doing a second one. The 10th of December, the same place, Eureka Hotel in Richmond. Tickets are available online. They're $5 each. Uh, we recommend you book before you show up to the show because they are selling fast. You can buy tickets from our website or it's also available in our show notes of this episode and pretty much any episode. Doors open at 6.30. We're on at 7, roughly. You should come down. We're happy to hang out. You can talk to us, meet us in person. It'll ruin the show for you forever. Welcome to Plumbing the Death Star Presents Movie Maintenance, where some films just need fixing. Today, we're looking at Ant-Man. What's the Ant-Man theme? I don't remember. I am a mediocre film that you're gonna (laughs) forget about by the time you get back into your car. (laughs) Everybody loves Ant-Man. They say it's the new... It didn't make that much money. It made it's like on three. Yeah, it, it did. It did okay. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't it, guard it did really into the well, galaxy. Yeah. But no. so how's everyone? I don't know. It's like, did you did you see Iron Man one? I did. You've seen you've seen Ant Man. Yes. You've seen Ant Man. I have. Yes. <laughs> seen both. Like that's basically what Ant Man <laughs> was. Film. This is the exact same film. I don't know. Like, I know Zoe. I'm just gonna throw on the bus here. You haven't seen this film, so I have not because I don't want to pay money for no, it. No, understandable. I, I was in the a... same boat, but, <laughs> but I committed. Zoe. No, no. But it, it's like one of those. Where I'm like, I don't want to pay money for it, but it, this is the first Marvel film right? that I've been like, I don't, I have no interest mm. in and seeing this. I've been grappling with it for weeks. I'm actually kind of, well, I guess I can't f- kind of finally cave because I've been grappling with it for so long where I was looking at the trailers and I was like, look, this is not a film I want to see. This is not a film I have any interest in watching. There is nothing about this film that appeals to me, but because it's Marvel, I'm probably still going to watch it. And then the like film came out. Like the dirty crackle that I have. <laughs> yeah, right? And it was just like but for weeks, I just out. didn't. Yeah. I didn't rush yeah. out. I left it. I didn't need my fix. And then, like, you know, I, I did, and I kind of was like, yeah, that was was fine. Like, I, I actually... Think, I did. I was like, yeah, it's fun and brisk and... Yeah, it's, that's... Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like, it, was, like, it was inoffensive. Yep. It was a solid film that I watched. It's no the Fantastic Four reboot. <laughs> <laughs> the, not, not the Fantastic. That's another, that's another day. Oof. Another um, argument for another day. Probably not an argument. I feel like we're all going to be in agreement. <laughs> but like, because I'm going to love it just despite you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but Dusha worked at the cinema, so it was kind of like, do you want to go see Ant Man? He's like, all right. And so like, I, I got in for free. I'm so here good. already. Hmm? So he's like, I'm here already. Yeah, so yes. may as well. <laughs> and like, I'm glad I didn't have to pay for it because. Yeah. <laughs> 
it just didn't add anything new to cinema, I feel. That you know what, it didn't feel it felt homogenized. Is that the word? No. Pasteurized. Past, no. What's the word? Homogenized might. Mm. Being a Ge- gen- Jerry, yeah. Jerry, gentrified, gentrified. Sure. You know how like <laughs> the best Marvel films have a certain feel and mm-hmm. a tone and a vision. So mm-hmm. like for me, Guardians, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, the first mm-hmm. Iron Man, even, even the first the, Captain America. Yeah, like, absolutely. Which yeah. Is, I think is incredibly underrated. I like mm-hmm. that movie. Yeah, I, I love that one. it. It's yeah. Iron Man three. Yeah. No. No. Really, <laughs> <Yes>. buddy. <laughs> Not like that. But this one. It wasn't Edgar Wrighty enough. Yeah. But there were still those moments yeah, exactly. where it kind oh, yeah. of was. It was yeah. And that was he, like... Was he still the director? Or he, yeah, no, he, no he, he left. And yeah. there were these moments where you're like, that is clearly an Edgar Wright written piece, yep. and but not an Edgar Wright directed piece. Yeah. And it's sort of like the director was trying to emulate Edgar Wright at parts, yeah, exactly. and he's like, stop it. Stop do your, it, own, do your thing. own thing. It's like that season uh. of Community that Dan Harmon didn't do. Yeah. yeah. What's that? Yeah. yeah. Almost would have been better if they just completely said fuck off and tried to do their <laughs> yeah. own thing instead yeah. of just like pale imitation. Yeah. I remember there's a line in that where they brought back paintball. This is unrelated. And they're like, we made paintball cool again. So, no, like, you, you, no didn't. you didn't. You no, didn't. fuck no. right Then off. they did it, a new paintball one where yeah, you came back. It was back good. And like the spy one. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Um, I gotta say though, with Ant Man, like, okay, bear in mind, like, I went in with like really low expectations, and I, so did and I. my expectations honestly were not met. enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Now that's not saying much. Mm. It was a three star film, you know. It mm. was just, it was what it was. But it's like, honestly, like, you know, I finished work, went and saw it, and I was like, you know what, fine. Like, and I went out of there, and I was like, I can't. I think I was texting a friend, and I was like, I can't remember any particular moment that I liked, like, you know, it I don't was know fine. I Ant-Man in two words in my text message or one. Yeah, one word, like, that's kind of the main concern coming out of the film. It's like, do I put in a hyphen? Do I, like, open up that whole thing of, like, symbols to get a hyphen in there? Do I go to that much effort for Ant-Man? Like, Why do you think, it, though, people are like, this is the best Marvel movie? I think because... It, that a lot. If you compare it to Age of Ultron, yeah, I, I think this is just, like, what I guess I would sort of take with it. Like, you compare it to Age of Ultron, which was kind of everything wrong with Marvel films mm-hmm. yep. where it's like, you know, the big, dumb, protracted climax where a big thing falls from the sky on top of another big thing and then some people fly <laughs> around the big Fantastic thing. Four, and oh, <laughs> mate, I'm so pumped. But like, you know, and then there's all of that and, you know, there were just so many characters in Age of Ultron who, you know, probably weren't really getting their dues. They kind of like put too much focus on the characters who we care about less, but it didn't really make them any better. And it was kind of, and there was a, you know, shitty villain who could have been good and it all, whereas I think Ant-Man kind of, shoot all of that yep. and just you know even though there were connections to the broader marvel cinematic universe it was nothing that like you didn't need to see the other films to really know what was going on yep. it felt more or less self-contained the fact that the climax like when when it you know when uh, he defeated darren cross i was just kind of like oh that's that's it there's no big like i was and not in a bad way more yeah. in a kind of like you know i was resigning yeah. i was resigning was no myself like falling? i was kind of like all right here this? we go the city's gonna get destroyed and no it's just a girl's bedroom gets destroyed and and that was it. And it was like, it wasn't dragged out. It didn't overstay its welcome. I was like, oh, fine. I can and go? I think that's kind of, I can go. Like, Wait, no. You know, when you get third, there's that feeling when you get into the third act of a Marvel film where all like the fun banter's over and you're kind of yeah. like, all right, we are. settling in for the big showdown. Yeah. And then it just doesn't happen. Like, there's a really interesting thing that came back to me watching Ant-Man um, and a little bit with Age of Ultron too. Um, it was a review of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire uh, by Empire Magazine. That's my favourite Harry Potter. It's my favourite Harry Potter too. Because they, they make him fight a dragon for no yeah. reason. And why not? It's great. That's, that's, with his good, like, that's the one with his best hair, right? It's best yes, hair. Yeah. It's right. the best Harry, Harry Potter, Potter hair. That and Prisoner of Azkaban. 
only Harry Potter films I would say are genuinely good. But <laughs> I digress. Uh, there was a there was an I article. Liked that one um, where they camped the entire time. Oh, what a oh, film! I right? didn't actually mind. I don't mind all of them except the first well, two. The thing is, I like, hate children. This kind of feeds into <laughs> this kind of feeds into my point with Marvel. Yeah, like so this review made this like really solid point where it said it talked about James Bond and Harry Potter and the exact same principle you can apply to Marvel, where it says you know Harry Potter and James Bond they're they're such huge institutions now that like. Yeah, there's so much creative control of like so, you know the uh, Quentin Tarantino wanted to direct a James Bond film mm. and was turned a Pierce down Brosnan one, is because that right? I think so yeah, yeah and was turned down but he, I think he wanted to set it in like he wanted to make a scenario yeah. with Pierce Brosnan yeah. but set it in the 60s or like something mm. but like Ooh. the thing was they said but to him no because you know he's got too much style and too much identity because yep. you know James Bond films are films where they get meta on sends to make them rather than auteurs because there's a certain style and a certain way they have to be same with Harry Potter way is that same, the writers. The current ones, the last yeah, few, and maybe. they also did Die Another Day, and they yeah, I think so. Not, yeah, they but they made all the bad ones, like <laughs> yeah. But I know, and I think with James Bond, this probably falls apart a bit more because there are pretty awful James Bond films. But like, the thing said, because there's so much sort of control over these films from producers and studios mm. because they can't afford these films to be bad because there's a certain yep. brand. There will never be a truly awful. James Bond or Harry Potter film, but there will never be a truly great one either. Oh, okay. And I would put the same principle with Marvel. Yeah. Because of like, you know, now. Kevin's Feige and stuff, there will never be a truly, te- but name one truly great Marvel film. There, there, there are really good Marvel films and there are um, mediocre Marvel films, but there is not a Marvel yeah. film that I would say is offensively bad. And I would not say there's a Marvel film that is really blow your socks off good. I would say Marvel doesn't have a Dark Knight. Avenger- uh, not really. Avengers. It's a spectacle. But I, it's had not- this, uh, I had this exact I discussion last week. Different. Now I'm just mad because the Dark Knight was not that good. The Dark Knight, the Dark Knight was, was great. that good. No. Dark Knight Returns, though, that's a different. Rises? Whatever Rises. the fuck it was called. <laughs> Bad. But Dark Knight. Get a Knight magic knee. <laughs> the magic power of a healing rope <laughs> just puts every chiropractor out of business. <laughs> I can walk again. Can Anywho. Walk. Um, you were saying, Zoe? <laughs> no, I just, I just was saying I didn't like the Dark Knight that right. much. Um, that's but, more of my hatred for Batman and Christopher Nolan. All right. I was like, two things I hate in one fucking trilogy. <laughs> Christopher Nolan's Batman or Batman? Just or Batman Nolan. in general and Christopher Nolan in general are two things Christopher Nolan in dislike. general, I agree completely. But in first, half of Inter- first half of Interstellar, loved. Second half of Interstellar can suck a dick. No, it's because it was like, all like, but love, the magical bookcase of love. Yeah, yeah, no. I didn't watch just, it. Cause, like, cause I don't, I'm not giving Christopher Nolan my I fucking money. I hate Inception. I really hate I Inception. I hate Inception. And I hate the prestige. Ah, he clones ah, himself and ah, kills ah, the clones. Ah, what a ah, dumb ah, film. Absolutely. Ah. And Inception, there is not a single character with any personality <laughs> in that film. Like Christopher Nolan, you fucking thing, And that's a common complaint of him. He's good at putting wheels in motion. It's like a machine. All the cogs fit. Right, but with the, mm. the, the characters, characterization did yeah. produce Man of Steel. No, I'm on the hate Chris Nolan bandwagon <laughs> now. No, fuck it, fuck mm. it. But you mm. would go and be impressed by the spectacle of a Chris Nolan, Nolan film, despite. Oh, uh, the... look, I didn't, I didn't want. It. I went and saw Interstellar with my dad because he wanted to see it. I wasn't going to see it because sure. it was Christopher Nolan. But the first half of it, I was like, Give great, I'm invested. <laughs> I like the characters. I care. There's heart. McConaughey's knocking it out of the park. And then, like, up until they, the, when they first went to space, I was like, I'm so in this. Like, it's taking its time. It's slow-paced. Mm-hmm. It's, like, really just, like, you know, sure. establishing itself. And there's, like, a clear, like, there's clear stakes, clear, like, universe, all of that. And I care, which is a big one. I think I teared up twice in the first half Interstellar. Oh, but then, Murph. right now, I'm, I'm saying it, Murph, yeah. 
But the second half, like the moment they went to the water planet, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't get this. This, this is falling apart. This is oh, totally because they could just cruise down in well, the ship and then cruise off. There was that, but then there's also like the whole thing with like you know they. I love the concept of like you know time moves differently depending on where you sure. are. But it's like okay, so you have a Matt Damon's character who turns up and he like you know has a bit where he hugs um, McConaughey and he's all kind of like I hope you never have to you know have this experience where you wait so long before seeing a human face again. What about the dude in the spaceship who waited twenty years for them to come off the water planet and was like, oh, you've been gone a long time. Now I've got grey hair. No, because he's not played by Matt Damon. He doesn't get any uh, sort of emotional And then he dies like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh. Like, I mean, come on. Like, it's a good concept, but like, you've, you've had the exact same thing, but not mm. done anything with it. Now you're doing it again later and saying, yeah, look, we're making an observation of what it would be like if you didn't see another human face for 20 years. Okay. Why, why did you not do that the first mm. time? We should be talking about Ant-Man, shouldn't we? <laughs> I guess <laughs> we, we should. Do a Chris hack. On that. Well, we really yeah, we, should. We should. We'll table that. Yeah. Just the Martian looks good. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It does actually. Decent book. Was that just like film at the, the same time they're doing Stella and like Matt Damon looks great in a space yeah, Can we just <laughs> look? Don't take that. It's like the same concept, but just hey, Matt Damon, do you want to do another film? <laughs> and he's like, I would love you. Yeah, I do. I love this. Have you seen good how I look in this too. space suit? Yeah, and like, good cast. Yeah. Who else is in it? Bar Matt Damon. Uh, Donald Glover, Kate Mara, um, Jessica Chastain, Barnes, uh, Jeff Daniels. Yeah, yeah, Sebastian Stan. Yep, yep. Oh, my uterus. <laughs> <laughs> so back to Marvel and Ant-Man. Yes. I think you're right. the same the same problem, which it is they're, they're falling yeah, onto this. But like, like, you know, there's, no you know, so I mean, I don't think Ant-Man was ever going to be bad, but like, I think everybody had this feel. Like when, when Edgar Wright came off it and they brought in Peyton Reed, famous for such films as Bring It On and Yes Man. Um, there was what this, a film. There was no I feeling like, of like Bring It On. You guys can all suck I was it. talking about Yes Man. Yeah, maybe, oh. maybe when you were 10. Um, I bring it on. I hate it. I don't remember it. Like, Burr, it's cold in here. It must be something. In it's Clovers like, and or Taurus, depending on which one you are referring hmm? to. What? The thing that is in the atmosphere. Chirocracy uh, isn't a word. <laughs> I get on. But, like, you know, I, mean, I don't think anybody, like, thought, you know, it was going to be awful. Like, and it wasn't. Like, it was just, it was so innocuous. But, you know, those moments of, like, Edgar Wrightiness, on the one hand, it's like, no, don't try to be Edgar Wright. You're not Edgar Wright. Mm. On the other hand, you're thinking, man, I would have loved to see. And I know this has been said by every review, but it's like, I would have loved to see what Edgar Wright yeah. did with this because then it would have had a, at least Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy for its flaws. Had like a the, you know, to I always thought Guardians of the Galaxy was good until it remembered it was a Marvel film. Ant-Man never forgot it was a Marvel film. It was yeah. like, it never forced its own identity. It's The feel of Ant-Man was very Marvel all the way through. It was just kind yeah, of like... It had to be, you had to have, oh yeah, the bad guy is just... Hydra, Hydra is here. Yeah, Everyone, his Hydra and his... Hydra, Hydra. His, but I didn't, Hydra, I didn't even good. mind that so much. It was just like, you know, it, yeah. it did feel like, oh, you don't need you don't need these references. I don't think the references are harming the film so much, but it's just kind of like, uh, I it, just would have loved it to forge its own identity same. a little bit more. And like, I just felt like, even the, uh, Darren Cross, the the, mm. the Yellow Jacket, as a villain, it was just like, you you are clearly just you're more insane than um Jeff Bridges in in like Iron Man sure. 1 you just just a more insane version of that because the pim particles are affecting you maybe we yeah, don't know yeah they said but they it was like so why is why is Scott why is Scott Lang so See what I don't totally know. fine with mm-hmm. like wearing the suit even though it's like you know uh, Michael Douglas is like, I can't wear the suit, so it'll fuck with me. I'm not gonna let my daughter wear the suit because I don't want yeah. it to fuck with her. But you can wear the suit, and he's like, Yeah, good, cool. Yeah, I just like. Don't... There's never any conflict or like. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. so like, there's no point where Scott Lang's like, Sorry, what? You don't want to wear the suit? Why? Because it's gonna give me what? 
So what, hang on, why don't you want to wear it? Because does the pin particles do what? He does, he no, he does he say to him, crazy. why do you not want to wear it? And he's like, I spent too long in it. It's yeah. done things to me. I don't want to risk it. Mm. But uh, what so bothers me is not point. that he wears the suit, but they needed to convince him. Like he never, he just seemed like, yeah, cool, I'll wear yeah. the suit. But then like, you have Darren care about the Cross, risks. right? But does he have nothing? Sorry, never I've worn never seen the, the movie, suit. So this is my point. Yeah, right. Darren Cross never... Never wore the suit. When he was always shrinking lambs, where was he? He was behind a like a glass fucking door. So if basically. anything, the scientists who were shrinking the lambs should have they been losing their shit. Should have been shit, right? losing their shit. So how the hell All does Darren Cross go insane from the pim particles? Maybe they're uh... like, also the first point where he's like, one guy's like, man, that would be cool if we could do this, but oh, we got to have regulation. So he just kills a dude. <laughs> Yeah. See, like, maybe if they just got rid of the pin particles thing, just made him insane. Yeah, maybe. Sure. Yeah, no, I'm cool with that. Yeah, like that would make more sense. Yeah. Instead of fucking the Mar- Marvel villains have always that's a weakness of those of those movies. Oh yeah. I mean, even yeah. Loki, people say he's the best villain. He's not really, no, not really. No, no, no. Like he's more kind of an an. He's not an antihero, but they try to. Oh, too. He definitely was. Yeah. <laughs> also, did you kind of notice that like the physics of the whole thing didn't really make sense? <laughs> no. Like I know that physics this, in superhero movies just Marvel don't make sense. Marvel film wasn't science, but it's like enough. okay, so he, shield, all he, the, it yeah, exactly. Sense. But it's like you know he maintains his density, but yeah. he shrinks, so he's still got the same strength. But like and you know, wait, so he can crash the bar yeah, exactly. tile. Like he could crash the bar tile and crash the um in through the top of the car, yeah. but he can still like crawl up somebody's shoulder, yeah, without and the, like or be washed out of a bath or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like if, oh, yeah, if was, without like someone like yeah. almost feeling like someone's well, standing on you. Like, yeah. oh, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah like exactly. you can punch like, a man hard enough that you can knock him out. Yeah, but, yeah. As like you know, somebody like, would step on him and be like, what? Wait, what? Like in that club scene, yeah. but it's like he would still like leave a dent in the top of a car or yeah. like. Or something like it just and then it like it doesn't seem to make sense. To- it and doesn't. He not and there's the Thomas the Tank this. Engine bit at the end, which was funny. But it's like you know when they're like throwing the cars at each other, and you know I like I like the cutaways, which you now the trailer already spoiled. Where it's like you know you see yeah. how kind of light these things are that are flying around, but then like they seem to be acting like they're these big heavy things and like getting knocked out of the way by yeah. these like little plastic things. It's like if you've got the strength and density of if you're a bigger person, we just kind of like brush it away and just like big light things kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just it just didn't make. Sense like, and like I found all the best lines in that film were already done, again done the trailer. Yeah, like the whole like you know I'm I'm done with you know I'm never gonna steal break in and steal some shit again. It's like okay cool. And he's gonna break in and steal some shit. shit. Like that was a good line. But I'm like I already seen this twenty yeah. times because the trailer. I liked Michael Douglas and I love I liked young Michael, Douglas Michael Douglas too. Douglas. That was yeah. cool. like, show me the bloody young Michael Douglas Ant Man movie. Yeah right. That would have been yeah. nice yeah. to be honest. He was I really they liked CGI, him. It's always like what? sweet. Yeah he looks great. <laughs> they do. I'll like, show you. But it's just a picture. I'll just show you a picture of young Michael. Douglas. Yeah I know what young Michael Douglas looks like. I was like he did it right. That was good. I've seen that technology. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, you know, everyone was going about how amazing Benjamin Button was. I was like, he still looks cartoony. But, like, in this, I was like, nah, yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. Yeah. Like, I'll I'll buy it. Um, Does it look better than the CGI'd old version of Peggy Carter? Significantly. Looks, yeah, and he shares so a scene painful. with CGI'd old Peggy Carter, and it's I just think like. that was makeup, was it? Uh, yeah, pro- actually, yeah, yeah probably. Oh, um, super but also, I see that scene again. Just to be like, yeah. wait a minute, this doesn't look good at all. <laughs> it's a bit jarring because Peggy, whether, whether she's CGI'd or like made up, and I think you're right, she's probably made up, yeah. she still looks like somebody, you know, wearing makeup, whereas yeah. he, he looks, looks like... like young Michael Douglas. So. Mm. Solid. Good. And like, you know, honestly, nice. I quite liked Paul Rudd too. Like, you know, I liked, yep. and I liked the bit at the good. end where, you know, he kisses. Who doesn't like Paul Rudd? He's, exactly. he's very likable. Like, and he abs. took off his shirt once. Abs, great abs, like, yeah. Oof. Yeah, and what about, like, I like the bit at the end where, like, you know, he there wasn't really much of, like, a love story between him and Hope. Then, like, he kisses her at the end, and then, like, Michael Douglas kind of gives him that look, and he kind of just, like, hurries out. Yeah. And, there you know, was some great moments, especially that he's moment. He's like, you know, you're when... full of shit, Scott. He's like, yep, I know. And it was like, that was, I, I like that. And um... When um, the dad and daughter have this nice little daddy-daughter moment. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I just, that was a great moment, guys. That was beautiful. <laughs> I ruined it, didn't I? Well, 
make some tea. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a really cool moment. But, but so it was there's never a really enough. cool moment that yeah. right, Paul Rudd does. There, there could have been more humour. Definitely more humour. And it, like the humour was good. I wanted more of it. Mm. My I feel, pod, no, you go. Sorry, I feel like that's something you'd have to do with this film because it's such a... Well, it's Ant-Man. So. Yeah, that's it what I was going to say. I'm like, it's, it's Ant-Man. So it it should have been funny because yeah. that's the only that they couldn't have made it serious. And that's the way they kind of promoted it. Yeah. But it's not as fun. I'd found a lot of the promotional material is funnier than the actual movie. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. yeah. Have you yeah. seen the bit with Michael Douglas and Paul Rudd just doing this and saying ants for no. like thirty seconds? It's just it's the dumbest thing you've ever seen, but it's hilarious. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah, it is. I, hmm. I I won't show you now. Or maybe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay. While I'm bringing this up, yeah, but uh, um, my podcast co-host, Mason from theweeklyplanet.com, that's not actually a website, but he, 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 brought, up, he brought up the point. So someone podcast can go is a real web, website, it's not. Um, yeah, so someone he made the point that the Hope Van Dyne, oh, that's the daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Hope, yeah. Hope yeah. Van Dyne, and yeah. Um, Michael Douglas, I know that's not his name in the movie, but their, their story arc could have been resolved with a post-it note. Just be like, hey, by the way, I don't want you to wear the suit because I care about you. That's why this is Yeah, right? Yeah. Like that like, shouldn't be a problem. By the way, your mother was this. And yeah, like, exactly. Like, and that, that's why I think that scene... Lack he, of like, communication. When he yeah. told her, and it was like, look, the scene itself, like, take that scene in a vacuum, where he's kind of like, this is what happened to your mother, and she's, like, kind of crying, and she's like, why didn't you just tell me? I was like, yeah, why didn't you just yeah, tell why her? why didn't you? And then, like, and then where Paul Rudd Bruins, I was like, that scene by itself, great, but it was like, it felt like it came out of nowhere. Like, yeah. if he had a solid reason for not wanting to tell her... Basically, the, the, the mum... I mom, know what's happening. Okay, so the mum yeah, was yeah, the wasp, yeah, yeah, but too small. I know. Yeah, she was. She got, got too small. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. What happens when she gets too small? She goes, she goes into the, the quantum realm and then uh, it's bad and doesn't come back. Mm. Oh, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? Should we do? Um, how about? Yeah. This will be great for audio. That's it. Good. And that's, that's amazing, great. right? That's, more of that. Yeah. Like, more like, of this kind of like, but that's it. Like, it feels so, and I think homogenize is the right word. Like, it feels so. I'm going to so, look up that word. Look it up <laughs> and tell me if I'm wrong because yeah. I've got egg on my face if I am. That's all right. But I said, I said first, yeah. so <laughs> I was like, milk. Something to do with milk. Yeah. yeah. That's what but, we're going for? You know, like, it just, it. More of that kind of like loose improvisational. So, I mean, even Guardians of the Galaxy, like, you know, there were moments definitely where the creativity of it felt. To make uniform or similar. Film. There you go. There you go. Good. Sorry, go um, but like, this. Guardians definitely had enough personality, mm. and like maybe it was just the soundtrack. Oh, like having that soundtrack, soundtrack yeah. and the fact that it just kind of didn't take itself too seriously and all that. I, I, more I think, of that. Yeah, mm. I think Chris Pratt really brought something to that role as well, which yeah. I think is not really an argument to make because Paul Rudd can do mm. funny. Paul Rudd can do funny yeah. really well. So yeah. why wasn't this film he did, he did funny he did pretty well, pretty but good, when he was like, allowed to, yeah, though. when he was yeah. allowed to, when he was, obviously. So and, why wouldn't? But why wouldn't they write? Like, there was oh, there was that oh, the moment when that like the ant he was like his main ant Anthony Anthony. Da- oh my god, I love that. But okay, it dies. <laughs> no. <laughs> but then Ant Man is like Paul Rudd just kind of doesn't sell it as being like someone who's like. Yeah. But it's also an ant dying. Yeah, I know. So, like, and it's his weird friend thing. Anthony. Anthony. And he, he just, it sort of it could have been like a funnier moment. You either had to commit completely or just not. Yeah. yeah like, it just didn't quite tonally make sense. And yeah, I, again, Darren Cross being this over the top, almost very cartoonish villain kind of made sense if they, if, if they it was went a straight for, comedy. Yeah, right. Like mm. this sort of almost um, like Dudley Do-Right. Kind of Who stuff. plays the bad guy in this film? It's um, uh, the Russo from House Cards. Yeah. Yeah. And he's really yeah. good in He's quite that, good for what he is. And he's good in this for what he's, it he's is. He's fine for what it is, but he's, he's just... in um, The Strain, yes? 
Maybe I've I haven't seen, seen it. Oh my god! But it's just it's just the strain. It's but, too. They needed to. If he was playing up because he was playing it, I was hamming it up. Mm. But and if it was in this sort of tongue in cheek, like yeah, you 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 crazy, and making a bit kind of fine. comedic, I was like, what's your plan? And he being like, I. Don't but see, here's this like. There's this thing that I'm. I remember back like in the early days of Marvel, and I remember like going around telling anybody who would listen that like this is this Marvel thing is a great thing because mm. they were saying. Early on, they were like, look, look at the directors of Phase 1. Like, Louis, Le, Louis Leterrier, or however you pronounce his mm. French name, with Incredible Hulk, take it or leave it, whatever. It was but good. it's like, you know, he, he brought like a, you know, sort of chase film I vibe to it, like it. took his kind of like own phonetic action Lee style thing. Did the first Hulk? Ang Lee did, but Ang anyway. Um, Ang Lee is an amazing director. He is. Yeah, he is. But then but you look at like, you know, Kenneth Branagh did this kind of Shakespearean thing with Thor, um, Joe Johnson. They're bringing him back for Thor 3. And they, they should. So because they should. Thor the Dark World suffers from the same problem that Ant. Yes, exactly. Definitely. Anyway, sorry, and, but, you know, they talked about like early on, they brought in these directors who had their own kind of clear vision, like Joe Johnson, who's like, a Spielberg Yeah, kind they were of... like, make the Rocketeer with a yeah. Captain America. Yeah, right. And he did. And it was and great. great. Yeah. And, you know, Joss Whedon was like all like quips yeah. and banter yeah. and like, you and know, so team good. dynamics and everything. Like they but talked about how Ultron. Marvel like brought in these interesting mm. directors who could do what they wanted. And then it feels like in phase two, they were like, yeah, no more. Like they, they kind of made a step in the right direction with Shane Black. I was like, cool, Shane Black's an interesting voice for Iron Man 3. It is. But then it just. Is, James giving us squinty eyes. Well, but, but <laughs> you, you do I agree. I agree that that was a good choice. A good choice. Yeah. What the film, different story. I, I like no, it, but we'll yeah. talk about it later. Oh, that was like, but, yeah. But, 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 no, I love but, that film. Um, but yeah, like then going forward, it was like Alan Taylor, who is literally a television director. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, who, I mean, Game of Thrones, which is Game good, of Thrones, but yeah. yeah, but like, you know, he's, right, still, right. he's still working in the confines of a network. So like and Thor even... 2 and Terminator Genesis. Um, Ooh, we got his... to Terminator Genesis? I liked it. I Only because it. I like old Arnold fighting young Arnold, and yeah, I like sure. Arnold, and you know, uh, I, like I didn't know it was like out of the cinemas. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it with Ali, and because she's a huge Terminator fan, and I was enjoying her watch it because she was just loving the shit of it. See, everyone Film, said, though, like, bad. <laughs> The but, people I saw Jurassic World with said that. They were like, we enjoyed watching you watch yeah, it right? more than we enjoyed the film itself. Yeah. I had a fucking great time. I was like a 13-year-old kid. I was, oh, yeah. no. oh. Nostalgia as crap. So good. Mm -hmm. Awesome, right? There was, but, uh, yeah, that Genesis was um mm, interesting film. Yeah, look, mm. I didn't, like, I'm like, it's the same with Ant-Man. Ant-Man is better than Genesis. Oh, yes, yeah. it is. But like, <laughs> but I'm, Genesis, I'm like, this isn't offensive, whatever. The other Terminator yeah. movies that I like exist, who cares? Exactly. Like, this is... Whatever. This is just trash. And also, Jay Courtney, like, is that a face I like? I don't think it is. He's really good in Spartacus, yeah. but he's never done anything. And I keep saying that to people, but then he keeps making terrible things. He was know. in um, that Joel Edgerton cop one, Felony, and he was pretty good in okay. that. Like, he was, the film itself isn't amazing, but, like, he's pretty good in that. Like, to be, to be fair to Jay Courtney, like, he's, yeah. it doesn't ask much of him, but, like, he, but he's, he's, he been in? he's fine. I don't know, but he's just, I don't like his, like, he's just got a face I don't like. He's well, just one of faces, face. you're like, mm. He's in the best of Die Hard. Mm. Oh, oh I paid Hard? money for that the, and I'm angry. One? Yeah. The fifth one? I know who we're talking about. <laughs> oh. Bruce Willis is now invincible and immortal. Or I loved that movie about. from what I saw before you guys made me turn it off. No, it was 10 minutes and I'm like, you know what? Nah. And I never do that. I, I was, watch anything. I was watching it and then Zamet made me turn it off because, oh, Zamet and the crew made me turn it off because it was too loud and they wanted to play d, &D. Also, it's Die Hard 5 and fuck Die Hard 5. Fuck that movie. Die Hard can hey, keep we were playing movies. Boss Monster, right? I don't, I don't mind it was, It's our d, &D. I don't mind that. It's been a while since. It was, it. Card, yeah, it was a nerdy yeah. card. It was game. a nerdy card game, and you guys were not talking. So you I was, fell asleep. I was watching Die Hard with my fell, eyes closed. We had to wake you up so you would turn it down. Okay. <laughs> so Ant Man, so Ant Man, and Phase Two of Marvel, and even with the director of say Joss Whedon, you could see in old Age of Ultron but, him being stifled yeah, yeah. and having. Some, and I got that feeling from interviews as well. Mm. Yes, and he seemed really down on it. Not just the feeling; he just flat out said shit, which was like. 
I'm, are you are you making any more Marvel films? Because you're yeah. like, I wanted to do this, but they put a gun to my head and said, yeah. if I got rid of all the like Thor having a bath, they'd get rid of all the Hawkeye mm. um, scenes, which kind of were integral to the whole film. Yeah. So I had to put the Thor having a bath scene. He wanted and to definitively like, shoot huh. the Hulk into space as well, which they should have committed to. They so should have committed because then to just. That. Put them in yeah, Guardians see, or that's whatever. It. Like, it must right? be this we'll blah, blah, blah. sad Hulk music. It, felt, it feels like Marvel <laughs> made their successes by taking risks. Yep. Not huge risks, but like, you know, doing Safe a doing a Thor film that was like a Shakespearean drama uh, come mm. like fish out of water comedy. Yeah. Doing an Iron Man film that was like a little bit edgy compared to what superhero films were at the yeah. time. Yeah. 2008. Not as grim and like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, you know, a bit sort of more irreverent, a bit more kind yeah. of freewheeling that kind of set the house style that like Captain America film that was like an Indiana Jones, James Bond film set in the mm. 40s where Captain America punch, nu- punches Nazis in the face, you know? Yeah, did. And they did Best different exciting ever. things. And then it feels like coming to say phase two, we've just seen things sort of tighten a little bit. Sure. And it's a little yeah. bit more. Now we come to Ant Man where it's like, you know, possibly the first totally generic Marvel film. And I was watching it last night thinking, if this film came out in 2008 and we didn't have a Marvel Cinematic Universe, would I look at it and think, this is a perfectly good superhero film? But have we just been so spoiled by the Marvel house style that we look at it and by Marvel standards, we're kind of like, yeah, this is just fine. Like, it's... I don't regret seeing it, but, like, it is inoffensive. Like, but it's... it just seems so sorry to cut in for someone who has also never seen the film. Mm-hmm. But it's, it seems so unnecessary. That's the thing. It, it is so unnecessary. And this is what I really want to get into, which is like, this is your last film in phase two. This is meant to be your last mm. film before well, you get into what is considered to be, to be phase three. It's supposed to be first of three, yeah. And mm. even even this then, is not something yeah. you should lead with, from what I have heard from you <laughs> like, guys. I don't think most people even know that there are phases. I yeah, think it's just kind of like this is the, the, this is the, the most yeah. having yeah. 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 knowing that there's phases. I don't think there's phases. <laughs> like to be perfectly blunt, well, they keep people... saying there are, but they're not well, showing I kind of it. Assume they will just culminate in each uh, each uh, Avengers film. But like yeah. the the thing is, like we, I think we as like. Film geeks get this, but like I went and saw Avengers with a friend of mine who was like a big comic book fan. Mm. Like grew up watching uh, watching like the X Men TV shows and stuff like that. Like you know, reads like Sam all these comics and everything. Like basically, kind was of like it, kind of like you. Me? But I went and saw. Uh, but they're much more attractive. Age of Ultron with him, and I've never been like a comic fan, but like I've watched all the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I enjoy the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I went in. and I think I spent the day watching Daredevil before I went and saw Ultron. I went and saw it with him. I was like, yeah, man, so I'm watching Daredevil all day. He's like, oh yeah, how was so it? And I was like, good. oh, well, it's kind of cool how it ties into this and everything. He goes, wait, does it tie in? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Well, like, you know, with Captain America and, like, Iron Man. He goes, do those films tie into the Avengers too? He goes, I just like the Avengers. And this guy was, like, urging me, being like, the day the Avengers comes out, we have to, have to yeah, see it. Yeah. I was like, I oh, that would be so confusing Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. fan. But he came in and he was like, I didn't know that I had to see Captain America films to understand what went on in this. And I didn't know oh, all so that. Was, and I was, like, was he lost? So he was a bit lost, yeah. And I was yeah. like, so I, it's funny because to us it just seems like, yeah, this is just how it is. But, like, to the average cinema goer, like, you know, there are people out there who are fans of these films who don't even realise that they all tie yeah. into each other. So. And, like, why isn't um, Magneto fighting Iron Man? And yeah, exactly. Well, you know, yeah. I, I think my dad said that to me. He was like, oh, you know, so I, I spoke to him about Ant-Man last night and he, he'd already seen it and he was like, I didn't didn't get all the references to Fantastic Four. And I was like, what? what? And he goes, well, aren't, aren't they all, like, tied in? And I was like, no, there were no references to dad, Fantastic Four. Dad, you idiot. Like, Jesus, Dad, don't watch and movies you, anymore. And you were wrong about Hannibal Rising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Huh? Yeah, yeah. It just I don't know. It just it just felt such like a, a letdown of a film because again, yeah, we we the the sort of the marketing machine of being Marvel, and yeah, mm. even though people don't know that they're interconnected, or which is weird um, for me to think. How well, they, every one of them put the not... Marvel logo at the start, yeah. like all the Fox stuff do that. Yeah, like at the start of every trailer, so the people are like, oh, it's Marvel, interesting. For having the sort of idea that we're breaking <laughs> things into phases. <laughs> For a phase two, and they were meant to be like, it's going to be a dark and good. It's going to be about Empire Strikes Back. It's going to be like, whoa. I just never really went dark. I, it never really it? went dark. Even if in they Ultron, had run. And as Dusha said, you can't have two Empire Strikes Back. That's Sorry, very true. But if they had run with the fucking storyline that they set up in The Winter Soldier, we would have had a dark and gritty second part of, oh, my God, Marvel, I hate you so much. If we'd run with, like, oh, no, yeah. just... <laughs> I'm just, just yes, to calm so myself we, down a bit. Breathe. Uh-huh. But if you had run with like shield collapsing and the reality of that situation, that would have mm. been so. But then that seems to be resolved in Ultron. No, it's it not. Back they don't resolve it. They just ignore yeah. it. They, they, they're like this: is the last outpost of Hydra we're yeah. taking out the side of Ultron. But then Ant Man, it's like, oh yeah, here's Hydra. They're buying this weapon, weapons technology. And then like in the post credit scene, it's like Cap and uh, Cap and Falcon being like, oh, here's Bucky. And they're just like in a room <gasps> with Bucky. Him. And they're like, we they found him. And I was like, I wanted him. to see that film where they were looking for him. Yeah. But instead, we get the post-credit scene in fucking Ant-Man. Yeah. And he's like, like being like, handcuffed Bucky. to a toilet. And Bucky's like handcuffed to a thing. I think he's got his arm in a vice. His arm's like in a vice. And they're like, how are we going right. to get his arm out of this vice? And I was like, I know a guy. punch it. You're Captain America. Yeah. And they're like, should we get Stark? And he's like, nah, I can't get Stark. Because he's in the I know accord. a guy. Let's get Ant-Man. I was like, what's the Why don't you just punch it? It's a yeah. vice around Use his shield. Hand. Yeah, like It's vibranium. Just, just slice his arm off. It's metal. metal. Who cares? That yeah, film is actually... that. Sorry, that... That clip is taken directly from Civil War. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, do you reckon so we'll get just, some context? I'd hope so. You would want I saw that context. and I'm like, that's cool. What else happened around that? Yeah, like, how did we yeah, get here? Yeah, how did we, where, where even are they? Like, yeah, they, yeah some, exactly. Some, like, oh, so it's facility. not like they, they didn't do it just for Ant-Man. Like, no, taken no, no. Okay, yeah, cool. Oh, that's... that's, that's I will but, give yeah. Ant-Man a few kind of credit where his credit is due. Like, the, the scene with Louise... Um, those are really great where it's sort of him explaining... I like his stories. Like his yeah, like his, yeah, He's so. telling a babbly story yeah. and they sort of go to... That feels Edgar Wrighty. Yeah, and, and also that was like what felt like his whole... Yeah. Um, I love that whole thing where it's like his uh, really over-enthusiastic retellings which were clearly not what the people were saying but the characters in the flashes mm. were like mouthing them as if yeah. they were saying mm. exactly how he described yeah. it. Yeah. it and very, I really appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. That was really yeah. funny. It was very drunk history-esque. Yeah, it was. It really was. And they use that twice and those felt really great little moments. I could have done with more of those. Could have done yeah, with more of those, to be yeah. perfectly Least honest. Three. And I don't know, I just felt the whole film was very lackluster. Mm. This is my opinion. What you said before about homogenizing, which is a word, <laughs> and then I'm you mentioned, so, so and, you mentioned and you said how there might not be a truly great Marvel movie. That's got me thinking maybe there won't be a truly great Star Wars movie. I don't say that. I, don't, don't, don't say you that. put it in my head. <laughs> but, but Empire exists. No, but that, that there was. The like, first two, like yeah. the first, I, I prefer yeah. the original Star Wars to Empire. Like I'm, I'm sure. it's out yeah, there now. Right. I love it. It's great. It's a perfect movie. <laughs> but like, I'm hoping that that's not the case. But w- my problem with J.J. Abrams is as well that he c- he's good at taking other people's ideas and hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Putting them into something that's not entirely original. Yeah, true. Um, like, I don't think he's got an original thought in his head, to be honest. And he's a good director. Don't get me wrong, but I just feel like he just made Wrath of Khan again. Super 8 is just a weird Spielberg homage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. That's what I... And I, again, he is he's talented, but that, that worries me where he's like, we're doing this exactly like original. We're doing all practical, which is great, I guess, but you can... Why don't you just do what you want to do as well? Like, don't just listen to fans. Do what, yeah, never what's your vision? Fans. Never fans listen to fans. So wrong. But look, it looks great. I hope it's good. I hope it's good too. Yeah. Yeah. So getting back to Ant-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there were some moments, again, um, like the parts that were heisty. Mm. Like, you know me in high school. Wasn't heisty enough, though? No. Mm. No, it was. Bloody well not. It made me so <laughs> no, mad. No. No. I want, no, I want a heist. Like, fucking Ant-Man. Just, like, to me, to, me, to fix Ant-Man, what you just do, make it a goddamn heist film. Yep. Like, you know, watch Heat. So just watch Michael Mann's Heat. I don't like Heat. You don't like heat? No, it's not a heist. Summer. It's strangling. It's not a heist. It's, a it's just shooting machine guns in no, a bank. No, it's, it's a heist film. Gems <laughs> gum. Barely a heist. It's a heist film. It's the perfect heist film. The heist with Edward Norton is the perfect heist film. Or is that the score? Oh, Marlon Brando. Where movie. it's just like his last film, where it's just like the directors, please put on pants. Yeah. Please put on pants. They, CGI, they made him CGI smile at the end as well because he wouldn't smile. Oh, yeah. Brando. I love Brando. Brando. What a oh, have, you, have you seen uh, Island Dr. Moreau? I've heard nothing but amazing things. Oh, it's so I great. It, yeah. I think at one point he's just got a buckle on his head because he wanted it, and they gave him a midget because he also just wanted one. And he's just like, I want okay. To one day be that level of rich and <laughs> oh, famous oh, and crazy. Oh, no, and Val, Kil- Val Kilmer's in that, and, the, and he's just like, he's just like, what oh am I doing? Oh my god, here? I did not know Val Kilmer what and Brenda did a movie yeah. together. And David Thwaites, Euless, yes, it's good. My film. dad met him when oh, they yeah. made that film because he was working in a restaurant in Queensland. And met him, and that was pre Harry Potter. So I was like, uh, for some reason I'd seen The Godfather before I'd seen Harry Potter three. Yeah, don't I don't ask. I just had, and I was a big Godfather fan. But um, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that explains a lot. I but saw um, The Godfather before I saw any of the Harry Potter. Yeah. Films. I read The Godfather book and watched the whole trilogy before I saw any of the Harry Potter films. <laughs> well, I didn't but I probably shouldn't yet. have read that book. But there's some fucked up stuff in that. Like, oh, isn't there like a whole plot Sonny's point gigantic, about gigantic penis? Dick, yeah. It's a big thing, and like his girlfriend who's unsatisfied with any other man because her vagina is too big and she needs Sonny to please her. That's a real plot point. In the Godfather novel, because that's how vaginas like work. Yeah, oh, it's, it, no, there's a whole section of the book where it just like goes a, from her perspective and talks yeah. about her, like you know, unable to love because her vagina is too big. And then mm-hmm. she meets her surgeon, okay. a charming surgeon who like fixes her vagina, and then they have sex, and that's the last you see of her. Yep. And anyway, but um, you know, so yeah, I think Dad told me that story, and I was kind of like more excited about Marlon Brando than David Thewlis, and because I didn't know he was Lupin yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think he was Cyrus Crab in Dinotopia at that time was all I knew. All right. But um, yeah. But um. He was also in Dragonheart. But yeah, didn't meet, didn't meet Brando. <laughs> was he in Dragonheart? Yeah, he's really? the bad Fuelous. people prince. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. I, think, I think that set him back a bit, 
Doc Island. Island. I think oh, it set yeah. a lot of people back Robles a bit. Lee. He's amazing. David Thewlis. Yeah. 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 But Ant Man. But Ant Man. <laughs> yes. So Do have we apart from what this much? apart from what James over here is his wrong opinion of the beautiful movie Heat uh, is. Watch that and just do that, but with superheroes. <laughs> like machine guns. Like machine running guns and running. But just, oh, man. Just... Didn't they already do that and it was called The Dark Knight? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> How good was The Dark Knight? Dark Knight, Dark Knight was, was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so just make Michael Mann's Heat, but with superheroes and a comedy. Okay? Cool. Yeah. So Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. So with little aspects of everything. So basically uh, give Scott Lang, like the introduction of Scott Lang, because mm. when we introduced him, he's already coming out of prison. Yeah. And you didn't even watch the sort of the viral on the viral. Did, yeah, yeah. Um, is that like the interview video? Yeah, yep. where they interview. Where they tase him. Yeah, when yep. they tase him. No, I didn't say that. Mm. It kind of puts it into somewhat perspective of who his character is, and it's like you should have had that in the had, had that in the movie itself. Mm. Sure. To be like, oh, okay, so you were a bit of a big deal. So have. Um, Do you think they needed to make him like he was stealing from the corporate corporations or whatever? Because I think in the comic he's just Scott Lang. I'm fairly sure he's just a criminal. Yeah, he's just a criminal. Yeah. Um, like they they didn't need to, but I think they could have done a better. Uh, it, could have done it better mm. uh, to make it a bit more even tied into what the Marvel Cinematic Universe could be doing, which is some really interesting stuff. So I wanted to see that initial, I guess, heist or that initial robbery, that thing that he did where it sort of lands him in jail. Like, open yeah. with that. Um, there's, a pre- there's a comic I read. Oh, of course there was. Yeah. Because, right. you know, let's, let's make... So let's get make a film that's a comic book adaptation, but let's make a comic book of an adaptation of a comic book film. Correct. Fucking Jesus Christ. Okay, good. No, well done, Marvel. Um, you know, so maybe just open with that. You sort of get some glimpse of what it was. Um, you know, I think that at one point they tell us what he did, but, you know, we're going to see a film, show, don't tell. Mm. This is what we learn in filmmaking, 101, show, don't tell. So you start with that. And so you can have us, you know, meeting sort of the players of his team and sort of how they are starting the day again, like Michael Mann's Heat, where everyone's sort of waking up and we're going to see, you know, how these people are sort of interacting. And sort of, um, you know, then they sort of even throw in like the target who, who this is going to be and the main villain of the piece, which I honestly think should be Tony Stark. Yep, I really sure. think they should change this to be like Tony Stark is the Andy Garcia of, of this sort of piece, who's the casino owner of... And that would also set up Civil War as him being somebody that... Yeah. Because they didn't really leave him like that at the end of... I am. No, it would have been so easy for them to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So let's not have a villain who's insane because he's sort of near Pym Particles. Um, You know, this is a last film in Phase 2. So Mm. why not set some stuff up for Phase 3? Also, Scott Lang, Lang, Hank Pym hates the Starks. Exactly. And And it kind of would really tie in Mm. together. So, again... um, you know, the intro, maybe it's pre-Avengers 2. So, mm. it's, you know, it's before Ultron happened and, you know, Tony Stark is being, security is being breached. You know, you could set that up in Age of Ultron by when they're doing something and someone could say like, oh, you know, your security is a bit better. And that could all be a throwaway line and that's mm. actually the point of what Scott Lang did. Um, because Tony Stark shouldn't be a likable character. Like, I don't think so, yeah. He shouldn't be. Like, he is. He's charismatic as mm. fuck. We all love him, but he shouldn't be. He's an absolute dick. Mm. So... Whatever the tangential relationship between, say, Scott Lang has with Iron Man, have it there at the forefront. Um, you know, I want Tony Stark to be, again, that Andy Garcia character who is just sort of like, yeah, this is who we're sort of going after. Um, so, you know, you could, you know, whatever the reason, he could be after money, he could be employed by, like, you know, Justin Hammer or AIM or whoever it is. More Justin Hammer, man. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, Sam yeah, what happened back. to him? He's yeah, in jail. He's in jail. Mm. Wasn't he in, like, one of the short films? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's in jail. He's got a prison yeah. wife. It's... Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's nice. 
He does. It's, it's okay. So um, at this point, Iron Man, Tony Stark is still that kind of lovable roguish character. Uh, and Scott and his team, maybe they're being played by, you know, for fools. Or it could just be like, you know, instead of Vistacorp, it's, um, you know, Stark Industries. And he's mm. doing something there. Like, you know, he's data retention. Whatever the reason why Scott Lang went after Vistacorp, have it just be Stark Industries. Um, and it could be, you know, going to Stark Tower um, or Stark's own home. Whatever it is, doesn't go well for Scott puts him in jail for three mm. years. Uh, and during that time, of course, Ultron happens, and now we have what we have. Okay, yep, yep. You know, and then we can have that interview in the film, and mm. it can be, you know, just the interviewer, Scott Lang on one side, Tony Stark on the other, and they have an argument. Mm. Um, There's a great line in that where she goes, you're no Tony Stark. And yeah, goes, exactly. Good. Yeah, and, if, <laughs> and if that was like with Tony Stark being like, whoa. You know, it's just like, you know, it's... It could be like Scott Lang being like, look, you're the bad guy. You know, you tried to play hero and you have no idea what you're doing and you nearly killed us all. And the biggest problem here is that at the end of this interview, you're still going to be the hero and I'm still going to be the criminal that broke into your house to steal all that precious money you got from selling weapons Mm. or whatever it is that you sort of did. Just kind of remind the audience or remind the general public of the MCU that Tony Stark made his money selling weapons to the enemy. Mm. Yeah. You know, um, and can end the same way as the viral thing zapped in the back, you know, haha, funny. Um, and then they sort of can they lose the feed and, you know, Stark and sort of smooth his way out of it. But we can kind of, and then instead of going to back to Ant Man or whatever, we can kind of cut back to Hank Pym just watching this all and being like, mm, Stark, you piece of shit. Yeah, okay. Um, and so you can still have the same start at the, uh, we all started in 89, I think it was, 99, young Michael Douglas, because again, great scene. Um, because that was off to a great start. So you can basically follow the same beats of Scott trying to do good, you know, all the same stuff. You know, his ex-wife is with a cop. He's trying to do you know, a good dad thing at the same time. Um, even the plan to get the suit, like the very first sort of thing with Louis being like, yeah, there's this place you've got to go to, blah, blah, blah. All great stuff. But instead of having him returning it, because really that whole premise of him getting the suit to putting it on so that Hank Pym can have a chat with him is leaving a whole lot to chance. Yeah, yeah. You know, it involves a lot of just Hank Pym just waiting around for Scott to try that suit on. Because what happens if, like, Scott Lang was like, cool, and hocked that on Binder, eBay? Yeah. Or, like, maybe at 2 a.m. after he's had some, like, ate a block of cheese, going, like, what if I put it on now? <laughs> Is Hank Pym just watching him constantly? So there's a lot of questions yeah. there. So. Do Pym particles, can you. You have to keep refreshing it, right? Yeah, I believe that's I believe not really, so, but not really mentioned in this yeah. whole thing. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, is that a different? Is it different from the comics? I like, don't know. It must be. Mm. So, in, when he breaks into the vault, just have Hank Pym there, like after he because he breaks into like two or three different vaults basically to yeah. get this place. Just have Hank Pym there, just waiting for him and being like, mm. "I got a job for you." And just kind of cut that whole middle bullshit out that, you know, that him going back and Hope calling up the police and he's got to escape from the police and all that kind of stuff. Even mm. the stuff where he goes down to the to the cracks in the dance scene. Like, yeah, it was fun, but it really slowed the whole thing down. Yeah. Um, and basically what I want to do is really speed up that first act. So you kind of have that there. And, you know... This shouldn't take too long. Like the opening scene where, you know, the opening job where Lang fucks up doesn't take up a lot of screen time. Um, you know, showing, you know, Lang in this world that he lives in before he's Ant-Man. It's like, you know, it's post Age of Ultron. The public opinion on Stark is still pretty okay. Like, you know, he still, he saved the planet. No one really knows his, that much involvement with him. So mm. everyone's still like, yay, Team Tony. Um, 
and she langs the bad guy to the public and his family's moved on. You know, his ex-wife's now hooked up with a, with a cop and all that kind of stuff. And you can kind of show him being vilified. You know, the same thing with, you know, the juice shop or whatever he was working at with the manager being like, yeah, fuck Tony Stark and his smug face, but you're still fired because he's a goddamn hero. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just that kind of almost juxtaposition yeah, there yeah. of being like, yeah, we know he's a dick, but he's a hero, you piece of shit. <laughs> and be like, ah. So those were some nice little moments there. So with Hank and Scott, there can be like a bit of a debate back and forth. You know, Hank can be like, you know, I believe you about Tony Stark. Like, I knew his father. Mm. Never trust a goddamn Stark. Yeah. You know, um, that actually gives you like a bit more of a connection between the two of them as well. Like, yeah. You have a reason for them to like each other. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. it's not the best motivation in terms of, well, why are you blaming a son for the sins of the father? But at the same time, it's still time, like, yeah, it's kind it's, of like, yeah. whatever. They're Hank both arms crazy. Dealers. It's movie <laughs> logic. Are. It's fine. Um, you know, exactly. Hank's an unstable man. And the premise for this is, you know, uh, Hank is like, look, Stark is responsible for Ultron, and that was a very shitty time for all of us. You know, but says they, Hank Pym. Says Hank Pym. <laughs> exactly. Like what a shitty time. Like, yeah, you're right. Uh, my dialogue needs some work. It's all right. We'll, it's we'll, fine. we'll, we'll just fix this in post. Um, and they sort of manage to destroy it because that's what the Avengers are very good at. You know, they're very good at hitting things. But now, like, how the hell can they hit something that they can't even see? Mm. And then we can explain, you know, you can explain the pin particles, what they do, um, and that he's got a man inside. It's really a woman. It's his daughter. Um, you know, Tony's found some stuff out about the pin particles somewhere in, like, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. because basically he's running the joint since Hydra was out as controlling S.H.I.E.L.D. because I think Stark, as the head of S.H.I.E.L.D., or this current iteration of whatever mm. S.H.I.E.L.D. is, is a very logical endpoint for yeah, where the sort of MCU is heading. Mm. And Hank is afraid that Stark is going to use this technology without a care for the consequences. So he's like imagining what Ultron did, but on a much larger scale. Like this is the grey goo theory, you know, where nanobots just start replicating and take uh, yeah, over. Yeah. And so he can be a little bit more paranoid. Um, so, you know, if Tony achieves this, this is, you know, he might unwittingly destroy us yet again, but he might not be able to, to stop this. this. Time, yeah. You know, there's some more back and forth before, like, Scott's like, okay, I'm in. So what do we do now? And now it's just basically a sweet heist film of getting a bunch of people together to pull off a sweet fucking heist. <laughs> I'm like, no Hydra, no Yellow Jacket, no clearly defined, this is a good guy and this is a mm. bad guy and they're going to fight. No, this is just different perspectives of what we already know about the MCU and someone looking at Iron Man and going, this isn't right. You know, one guy shouldn't have that much power. Mm. I mean, look what happened when he just dabbled in something he didn't know, and he wants to do this again. Mm. So you do you want him to this. shrink, Iron Man? A oh, little mini Iron Man fight. How funny! Maybe, but again, I, I think because if you're making a heist film, like I don't really want a you don't fisty need, cuffs. You don't need that at the end, sure. No, yeah, you, you, because again, you're making a heist film. You don't want yeah, there's action involved, mm. but you don't really just want someone just to punch on. That's yeah. what I want in. That's true, actually. Iron Man is what I want in Captain America, mostly. Mm. But for uh, this, I don't want, like, a fisticuff fight. So, you know, you play with this, and you can have Scott wanting his crew, the one that sort of was from the start, and you can Hank, you know, have Hank being like, all right, but here are some other people you might want to look at recruiting. And here you can literally throw in any two-bit Marvel character that was once an Avenger in the comics mm. uh, into the fray. And, like, what's that? You want D-Man? <laughs> Fuck it, have D Man. What's he do? Oh, uh, D Man is kind of like he's like got like his yellow. He has jumps. all the powers of the D. Exactly, <laughs> his yellow kind of uh, suit. He's sort of got a red red head. Like, he's got a red beard at one point. He's got like a Wolverine mask, just and like a giant D on his chest. Okay, it, he is 
beautiful. D Man you know, sounds like the best. Exactly. He you really want, does. I'm organizing like, a heist. I want D Man. Yeah. Uh, what does he? What does he do? What does I honestly, he oh no, no, no. He's D Man. Yeah, oh, demand. now it all makes he's sense. D hyphen man. D Man. D Man, Ant Man, and D Man. Yeah. It looks like bloody Wolverine and Daredevil. Yeah, so mixed he's Wolverine, together. Daredevil mixed together. You know, if you want Rage, who's like this 14 year old guy in this like steroid out, you know. Whatever, whatever, chuck him in. Literally any Avenger that was in the comics tangentially, just throw them in if you wanted to because this is the time where you can have these cameos. Yeah. Um, and you should have this good, wholesome, recruiting-powered people for a good, wholesome heist film. Come on, guys. You had all these little elements you could have played with. They'll never do another heist film now probably. So. I know. Like, that's yeah, our heist film. And that's we got it. Sad. Yeah, guys happy? <laughs> So with this, and then like if you get the small, the small team together and they can have like a small infiltration. So you can have that whole thing at the base with Falcon. Um, and you can have the training with, you know, Hope Pym and she can, you know, be there doing that. And she can be jaded about the whole thing. Like, you know, she can, you know, the same stuff can apply. You know, Scott and his team are expendable. Um, you know, they have deniability, whatever. You know, doesn't want... Like the expendables. Like, like the expendables. <laughs> Chuck in yeah, Sly. Good. Why not? Terrible oh, set of films. What a film. Um, I don't know what I'm watching tonight. <laughs> I might just go home and watch the heat. Like, not the heat. I might go home and watch heat. <laughs> no, go home and watch the heat and enjoy Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> All right, and, and then I'll watch heat. Ball. I afterwards. do like the heat. I love the heat. It's such yeah, a good. Yeah. Film. I also love heat. <laughs> it's just a gunfight. It's not it's a, a heist. good film. It's, it's a, a good bank heist. robbery. <laughs> Mad at you. Um, and then you can have uh, either them, you know. Hope leading the you know the pin particle research or whatever. Maybe she's working under Stark, so they kind of maybe even she fills that sort of role of who they're going up again. Maybe she's using the mum's name, like she's Hope mm. Van Dyne, and then the reveal is that it's sort of Hank's daughter later down the track. Um, Save it for a bit of a twist. Exactly, yeah. it could mm. be a bit of a twist. A twist, and then you know a both twist. a twist. A twist. A twist. My, my tongue twist. got too big David for my mouth. <laughs> so both Hank and <laughs> both Hank Hope and Hank. That's a hard word to say with you holding your tongue. So both Hank. And hope you know, they want to get their mother out of the micro universe or the sure. quantum realm or whatever it was I called. I don't really understand that, what, yeah. how they did it in the movie. But they yeah, did. I, yeah, no, mm. didn't, didn't <laughs> make a ton of sense. Again, Hank's all but given up and he like his, his daughter's, you know, doesn't want to lose his daughter. So he's, he's like, please, let's not do that. Like, let's just sort of almost give up because I don't want to lose you as well. And then you can kind of have that, you know, Ant-Man as Scott Lang versus Wasp if you kind of want to have a little tiny, tiny battle. But again, mm. I wouldn't because you don't want that in a heist film. So... I'm not really sure how to resolve it all, partly because, again, like today I've just got a sinus headache and I'm kind of tired and <laughs> thinking it really hurts. Well, just like a heist, they get the thing. Exactly, they get the thing. So the heist can either succeed or not, or yep. maybe they expose Tony Stark for, you know, what he's trying to do. Maybe the world doesn't, again, know his involvement with Ultron. And they're like, hey, look, this is it. This is what he did. Well, that would actually set up Civil War yeah. really yeah. nice. I mean, if you have to have your neat, tidy ending for Avengers Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. then doing this, you can lend itself to it lends itself to a neat, tidy ending for the characters of this film. Yeah. But it sets up problems with Tony yeah. Stark. Exactly. Which, you know, it doesn't really compromise the arc of this film, mm. but can pay off later down the line. Exactly. It's actually a more elegant way to yeah. but wasn't there, there, do it. Uh, I will play a bit of devil's advocate uh-huh. here that, uh, that a lot of the reasons... You haven't even seen the film! <laughs> <laughs> I'll just shut the fuck up. <laughs> no. Um, that they, they weren't sure if Robert Downey Jr. was going to sign on to do Phase Three at this point when they were filming Ant Man. They weren't. I think uh, it was done, wasn't it? Was it in the I think it was potentially, no. or you could just have like Stark Industries. I'm or someone pretty sure Stark, Stark was already on board. Stark they're, Downey they're Jr. They're the same person. Was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they really are. I'm pretty sure he was already on board when Edgar Wright bailed from Ant Man. Mm. Yeah, no, he was because so, that happened two months before Ant Man. 
Yeah, came cool, out. cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I can understand why they got a Peyton Reed because they were like, listen, we've already got all the pieces. We just need somebody to stand to point together. Yeah. Yeah. So again, have his name be dragged through the mud somehow, and and maybe something like if Captain America heard would make Captain America go, hmm, that's not great. That like mm, mm. that's not good tone. That's not good. Shouldn't done that. Maybe if like Tony had something that. that was yeah. further than Ultron, like something. Yeah. I don't know something. Even something with Bucky. Like yeah, maybe Tony not? Stark sure. was hiding some information about Bucky and Captain America's like, I think that's hmm. going to be revealed that Bucky killed Howard Stark. Oh, yeah. Wasn't which is fine. I'm fine revealed? with that. No. I think it wasn't explicitly said, but oh, okay. it's implied. That's Hydra yeah. killed Oh, yeah. They, yeah. yeah. So that went to Oh, oh that'll be, that's going to be. I think yeah. that'll, be, that'll be what divides them. Yeah. And that's why he's probably like, don't call Stark yeah. because this guy. Oh, might be one of the reasons. I might be wrong. I don't yeah. know. So, yeah, yeah so, right. Yeah, I can get behind that. That's so good. what are you? Bucky's killed like and Howard Stark, and maybe Tony Stark has done something that Captain America is going to be like, nah, that's not great. And then it can be the same, you know, Falcon being like, I know a guy, and Louis can do his whole monologue thing. Yeah, more of that. Exactly. You know, the whole time, you know, never have Tony Stark in the Iron Man outfit. It's just Robert Downey Jr. being Robert Downey Jr. And you, could, you, know, you probably only need him for a few days as well. Yeah, I guess he got eighty million dollars for Age of Ultron and Civil War. I thought he got forty million for Civil War and like a percentage of whatever the gross. Oh, are. maybe maybe you're right. Mm. I th- I th- just because I was reading it this morning because yeah, yeah. I was oh, looking up and seeing what the link was. Either but way, I, it's more money than I'm ever. Yeah. ever and it's like I think the rest of them are getting like three to six yeah, million. Yeah, he gets because per... he got the best deal because he got the first deal. He gets a yeah. lot of back end. Chris Evans, who is the lead of Civil War, is making like a fraction of what yeah. his co-star makes. Yeah, <laughs> you have first dibs at the lunch table, Chris. I know he made three hundred thousand for the first Captain America. Which three hundred thousand. I mean, it's not. It's amazing. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. It's more money than I'm ever going to make in my yeah, life. Exactly. But like, yeah, still, yeah. like three hundred thousand. Yeah, I know. That movie mm. maybe made forty million, four hundred million, maybe. I don't know. I couldn't couldn't tell the top of my head. Yeah, but I guess the, the, I think it was four hundred million. There's an argument that. also for that to say, like, yeah, he only got a, a small amount for that, but this movie pretty much launched. Like Chris just, Evans' yeah. career. Yeah, so yeah, a career. Fantastic, fantastic four. four films. They weren't great. Like he not was another teen movie. Uh, Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, but really they were good. all pretty. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually hilarious. <laughs> okay, what a film. Scott Pilgrim. Now, yeah, we should. But, I have but so many films watch tonight. <laughs> yeah, but this is the one that kind of really. Like, because after this, he did Snowpiercer. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is amazing. Snowpiercer. As an actor. He's a film. Eats babies. Yeah. Eating all the babies. So I have a fun fact about this film, if this is done talking about Not yet, but all right. When you're done talking about No, I want it to be the last. Um, So with Tony Stark being the villain, you can kind of show him what he was in the... He's a solo films as a ruthless businessman, mm. but with in solo films, he was a ruthless businessman. We were like, yeah, don't give your power suit to the government because capitalism number one. Whereas this, you can kind of see him being a bit more of a cunt, and it kind of mm. gives us a villain that that isn't so clear cut. It kind of makes us aware that, oh, yeah, from certain perspectives, the actions of some people may be sort of viewed as not being so great. Mm. Plus, again, sweet heist film, which we can mm. all get behind. Um <laughs> So on that idea. Oh, I just love me heist films. I, oh. Look, I don't, again, again, I don't really want that extended fizzy cuffs fights, you know, in a heist film. I want like that cat and mouse game between De Niro and Al Pacino. Um, just quickly, Zamet, as I'm just going to play studio executive for a moment here. Um, 
Is there going to be a big thing that falls into another big thing? No, before, no. And I don't are they gonna think. Fly no, around the is there going to be a blue them. light that shoots up into the sky? Yeah, no, without my blue light, uh, I don't know if it's. Instead, I really want like a really tense scene in a diner with Scott Lang and Tony Stark just sitting opposite each yeah, other, but, but a big maybe thing. eating yeah, pie, the... disgusting stuff, and Tony I'm being confused. like, Where does "You're not going to get away with this, Scott." And Scott being like, "Boop, I'm tiny now." Uh, we're not again, giving you 30 million great. for like for character development yeah. and, uh, and dialogue. We want to see big like, things. We, we, That's what our okay. audience demands from yeah, Marvel like, films. It's, it's big the things. Thing, like, the yeah. audience, we, big things. The audience has come back to us, and what they really like uh-huh. is big things falling falling on uh-huh. smaller big things. Uh-huh. But again, how good would it be a great diner scene? Tony Stark. Would a big thing fall on that dino? <laughs> what about they shrink and then they throw and the vegetables? Like, one's got salt, one's got pepper, yeah. and they're kind of like fighting there. there we go. I feel like we could. Yeah, that's, I can, a, I can, that's a good compromise. That's actually no, that, that was a joke. No, that's good. Like if we have a, no, I think that's a good shaker on this whiteboard yeah. so, <laughs> to a pepper shaker. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, good. Because no, look, like Scott's character is just his Pacino's character from he. He's got a daughter. The wife's banging another dude, and you can have a whole scene where he just grabs a TV and leaves. It's like, yeah, I'm angry at you, Will's husband from him, Will and Grace. And you can you know be bald deep in my ex-wife, but you fucking can't have my TV. Grab that and storm out. And that's the most amazing. heisty part of heat. How good is that? <laughs> so, you know, except he's a thief. Um, and look, Louis can have the Val Kilmer role. It's just, I can't stress enough how much heat is a good film. And just go home and watch it. It's just, <laughs> you can listen to James's opinion, which is wrong, because heat's an amazing film. Or you film. can watch a badly dated movie. No, it does not date. In fact, go home, try and find the extended edition if you can, and have yourself even more of a time. Just really oh, that dragged that dinosaur scene out. Oh, that dinosaur scene was so good, though. And the end with the The appeal of that movie the was they got Pacino lights. and De Niro together for mm-hmm. the first time on screen. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it was just like, okay. What about our in- Righteous Kill? Was that, was, wasn't that a really good film with De Niro and Pacino? Were they together in that? Yeah, it was like straight to DVD like, yeah. shitty film. When was that? Like, this was like 11 or something oh, okay. recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not at the it was heart like, of it. It was notoriously like really analyze not this and yeah. that. Yeah. You know, not great. <laughs> Righteous so, Kill. I think that's what it's called. I could be wrong. Yeah. yeah. Directed but, by Steven Seagal. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's really what I kind of wanted for this. I really wanted, like, a nice little heist film. I think it would be kind of cool. And, again, something different. And, again, something that really felt different. than just a rehash of Iron Man 1 mm-hmm. to the point where they got the poster of Iron Man 1 and went, like, let's just put the characters in this film on that. Yeah. I feel yeah, like true. we just don't need another in some way, redemption story mm. at this point in the cinematic no. universe. Like, we don't need another story about some guy who's probably not the best, but he's, like, got a good heart, mm. and we're going to give him superpowers, and now he's the best. Well, the thing about... Because, like, he can be the super... He can be the Ant-Man because he has a daughter and I have a daughter. You know, that was just, like, I don't know. And also the end was a very, very obvious end, like him going into the quantum realm and doing all that bullshit. Like, did everyone, like, not think that was going to happen? No, no, because yeah. they said... Well, they they said so many times. Chekhov's quantum realm. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, I honestly... Oh, something as simple... No, nah, it's all right. <laughs> Studio is A-OK. Like, something as simple... And I, when I was watching, I honestly thought they were going to do this, which was um, when Scott went to the quantum realm because they were saying... Quantum realm. They were saying mm. that, you know, time and space is different here. And I honestly thought when he was going to, like, eventually come back... I thought they were going to age his daughter several years. I thought they were just going to do a time jump where he had been like oh, okay. blinked out of existence for several like years. Inception. And they just, like Inception. No, sure. like 
Gra- nope. Interstellar. 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 Sorry, you're right. yeah, <laughs> They're all yeah, just yeah, right. <laughs> interception. No gravity. No <laughs> interstellar. That's the cornfields. Yeah, that one. Signs. The signs. 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 Forever signs. young with no gifts. Oh, of course, Benjamin Button That's himself. A heist movie. It's not. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, and I thought they were going to like have. Yeah, Cassie age and be like, oh, he's been out of the game for several yeah, was, years. I kind of thought when he came but, out, I was like, oh, it'll be a while later, right? Like no. even just a few months later. Like, yeah. you know, I thought he, she, he'd come I out and she'd just be that, but yeah, there. That's right. kind of what like, I thought. It would could have like would have been maybe messing whatever they got planned yeah. for. Um, I don't, yeah, because I don't think they could be like, it's twenty twenty five. Yeah, because then be like, what what happened with the yeah. Avengers? <laughs> but was... I was thinking even six months, and sure. then it's like Cassie's a little bit aged, a little bit older, and it's like you've been gone for six months. Um, Daddy, I missed oh, you. You know what would have been really and you can kind of see what's happening with um Civil War out the out the. They Winter. never would have – actually, they totally could have done this because there isn't another Ant-Man film scheduled for for Phase 3. Mm-hmm. What if, like, he came out, like, several months or years later and it was the middle of Infinity War? Like, oh, everything's just fucking nuts. destroyed that and shit's awesome. going down <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck happened? And then you have to wait, like, three <laughs> That's years. That I would be so about that. Right? Just, like, there's so I many be, little oh. things you could do with Ant-Man that they could have done it and made it something new, something, something interesting. Something notable. Something mm. notable. Because, again, you don't have to see this film to understand, I guess, Civil War. I mean, he might pop up in Civil War and I reckon it's going to be like, yeah. oh, there he is. What's his deal? Oh, he just shrinks. Cool. Great. That's all I Can need to know. Can you get this guy out of this vice? No. Nah. Oh. All right. <laughs> Let's get someone else. <laughs> Another guy, Hulk. <laughs> Done. Thor. Why didn't they get Thor? I mean, he could lift a vice. He went back vice. to Asgard, I mean. Uh, I don't know if anyone sell at least. I don't know, man. I don't understand. What was your Ant-Man fact? Ant my, fact? My Ant-Man fact is that in this film, Wood Harris plays the wife's new boyfriend's police officer partner. Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> He's in Sex in the City. Yeah. Wood Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise known as Avon Barksdale. From the wire. Yes. <laughs> I'm right. Done. That yes. was it. That was Good. my fact. <laughs> right in my heart. That's where the knife Every went. Every episode, that is my promise to you. <laughs> See, you're just gonna you're gonna put me off the wire. Like I'm gonna get to the point where I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm not gonna watch the wire. I've never watched the wire. I, oh, watched, yeah. I know I'm meant to. But, I know. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, come up we're going to have a wire marathon. Yeah. We're all going to be like, we've been here for three weeks. Guys, leave. Like, no, we're going to watch it. <laughs> good. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I don't know, Airman was just, just a, not disappointment. It was not like amazing. Yeah, it was, it was just a film that we all had to watch. I didn't. I think if... <laughs> I <had laughs> Clever <to>. girl. <laughs> I think the thing now, though, is like Marvel, Marvel are walking a really fine line right now because, you know, they've... Their reputation for like having started out by being a little bit interesting is now pretty much gone because we kind of all know their game. Mm. And by pointing out that Ant Man could have been a really satisfying heist film, you're kind of like, well, they yeah, they could have done that, but no, they sort of stuck to the exact formula and structure of every other Marvel film, mm-hmm. with the exception of the big thing crashing into the other big thing. Yeah. So like, if they keep this formula with like, I mean, what is it like, forty six superhero films coming out in the next like five years yeah. or something? But which is like, why I'm looking forward to Suicide Squad and even Batman v Superman because it's a, it's not a Marvel film. That being said. Marvel also can be fairly adaptable, and they will change if they see that people don't like something. Mm. Yeah. Also, for Black Panther, they're looking for proper directors. They wanted the director of Selma. Yeah, yeah, I heard And there that. was somebody, so the person who did the, um, what's the Ice Cube movie about his early days? Straight out of Compton? Yeah, like the director yeah. of that. It's like Ice Cube's son plays Ice Cube? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's a, like, so I think one of those directors couldn't do it for whatever reason. 
but I like that then that they're looking for pe- looking at Real people directors. like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I'm not saying that's how it's going to go because maybe those directors won't do it because then they're like, well, the I can't Selma have director my... turned it down. I think, yes, yeah, I that's think. yep. Mm. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to drop a big thing on a small thing. Like, I think it was a woman. Ava something, Ava yeah. D something. Mm. Um, I haven't seen Selma. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure, it's a good film. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's, it, look, it sounds serious. It, it sounds, sounds like it came serious. close to winning some awards. So like Selma. Yeah. I Selma. watched it. It's beautiful. Yeah. Mm. It's beautiful. One of the films I did not fall asleep. It looked in. a bit Oscar baity. <laughs> that was kind of my. It, but it it it, wa- it it was, but it wasn't because it didn't get nominated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but but it, it was it was one of those films where I was watching it and I was like like obviously Australian and I'm like mm. I don't know that much about Martin Ma- Martin Luther King Jr. But here we are. <laughs> Um, and but but I watched it and I was like I want to know more. Like yeah, cool. I want to mm. learn. It made this story. Just yeah, really interesting and really ugh, yeah. They couldn't use the speeches in that either. They're iconic. No, speech. it's not. It's they about. They had to it's rewrite. About, how much stuff. Yeah, it's just oh, about the war. Mm, interesting. Because well, so. somebody else owns Spielberg owns the rights to I had a dream. How do you own? I don't know. How, that's it. I heard a thing. I listened to a thing. Wow. Okay. I what it was. Um. <laughs> Might be wrong, but you know, Spielberg, you prick. Because <laughs> he was going to make that movie at some point, or a version of that. You right. know, he, he loves yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, he does. Mm. He does. What's he done recently? Lincoln, Indiana Who Jones. Who cares? Four. He made Jaws. That's all he needed to do for his whole career ever. What about? And he went above and beyond that. You know, yeah, Jurassic true. Park, Indiana Jones, all of that. Jewel. Can, he can he can make whatever he likes now. I'll forgive him. <laughs> and on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Gabe. I've been Zoe. I've been James. Go home and watch Heat and enjoy that beautiful film. Or The Wire, also. Or The Wire. Or Hannibal Rising. If you think this show is worth at least a dollar, why not donate to our Patreon account? Follow the links on our website, sanspantsradio.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.